Follow DJ P Dog Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram right now at DJ P Dog. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to DJ P Dog in the mix, the podcast. I've got my man Ben Barry, JB's exclusive. Fellas, what's going on in your world? JB, what's going on in your world, bro? Busy man, been hitting the road, been doing a lot of stuff with my church, been doing stuff for Bridging the Gap, been doing stuff for my business. I mean, the list goes on and on, life goes on and on. Oh, and um, my uh, my street with women trying to hook me up with their big friends continues. <laughs> <laughs> but see, this is the thing though. <laughs> And I know somebody's going to be listening to this and be like, oh, he don't like big girls. I have no issue whatsoever with big women, quote-unquote big women. Um, in fact, I I prefer larger women. Like, I, I can't I can't foresee, because I'm a big guy myself for those who don't know. And I, I, I mean, unless the Lord really, really, like, shows me something about her, I can't, I can't be with no small girl, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but the thing about it is, like, when they, when they, when these women present these big girls to me, like, um, how define big, bro? Define big. What is big in JB's the world? What is big? Big would be bigger than me. You're a big guy. Yeah, like, and I think I think that's fair. You know what I'm saying? To say. Versus like somebody like oh you know they're like a size twelve because I know people who feel like a size twelve is big. I'd love a size twelve. Bro, I don't you know I don't what know saying? what I don't know what that means. Like that doesn't. Yeah, I was compute. raised in a house full of women, but anyway. That doesn't compute uh, to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, like I I have no issue with with um uh bigger women at all. Uh, it's. To, for me, it's a matter of how how her face look and and her overall shape. You know what I'm saying? Like, does she hold it up well, or you know? Oh, oh my gosh! He's virtually singing. <laughs> Unprofessional. Oh my gosh! Bro. Well, he on flip phone. Unprofessional. Unbelievable. I bring this guy onto the show, and and he. What happened? You dropped out. <laughs> Where's the professionalism? Yeah. Would, you, would you ever do this if you were on Wado's show, bro? Would you ever do this if you was on Wado's show? I'm just... The gag is, I don't be on Wado's show. <laughs> so I've already got a leg up on Wado because I'm bringing you yes. on the show. Okay, yep, gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Um, there you what go. Was, what was, uh, what, where did I cut out at? Size 12. All that time? <laughs> no. That's the last thing I remember was size 12. Oh. No, so basically what happens is, well, so for whatever reason, Christian women that know me, there's just two things that normally happen. One, they want me to date their friend because they know that I'm a, I'm a quote-unquote good guy and their friend deserves a good guy. But I, I'll just be honest, they don't be cute to me. Like, they just don't be cute because I've seen my fair share of, of, of bigger women who, I mean, they be bad. Uh, like, real, real cute face, nice shape, keeps herself together as far as, you know, she likes to, like, you know, she likes to do her hair and nails and stuff like that. And not, not saying that for me that I need all of that, but that's what they like to do, you know what I'm saying? Um, and and they'll, they'll always be trying to 
you know, get me these women that, that like I said, that they, my, for to me, they don't be that cute and they don't have a nice shape. I'm not attracted to that, you know. But I have no, I have no problem with with large women. But I think because one, um, a lot of these women know I'm saving myself for marriage, so they, you know, they kind of put that on a pedestal, like, oh, he's so spiritual, so he's gonna look at her, her heart, and maybe look past what she looked like, and then go out with her, like. Sorry, not not happening. So the old personality yeah, is beautiful gimmick. Huh? The old person, the personality is beautiful gimmick. Well, I mean, a personality can make up for stuff that I'm like. For, so, for instance, I mean, we I don't know how you know real we could be on this on this podcast, but be real, bro. Um, be real. Uh, Keep it a hundred. I'm a, I'm a I'm a butt man. Like I I I'm like I like I like the I like the posterior of the woman. You know what I'm saying? If she has a a phenomenal personality, I can look past a flat butt. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes, though. <laughs> you know, what I'm, but I, I'm just saying, like, I can look past that. Like, because any, any physical feature for me, I can't. I feel like for every physical feature I know I like, there's something that can compensate if that thing isn't there. I, except the only deal breaker for me is cute face, good shape. Okay, okay, okay. Those are the only two deal breakers physically for me. Um, I prefer long hair, but if she got short hair, I can deal with it. If it look good on her, I can mess with it. I mean, you know hair can grow, you know what I mean? That's, that's, you know. But some people might not look good with long hair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. I so, can dig it. I can dig yeah, it. Yeah, so there are certain things like, I mean, I prefer natural hair. If she likes weaves and extensions and all that stuff, that's not a deal breaker for me. You know what I'm saying? I do prefer, prefer long natural hair. Um... You know, I um, I do like women who are more of a caramel complexion, but if she dark skin, but she's still cute in the face, nice shape, I still mess with her. If she if she bright skin like Ben, you know, I can still mess with her. Interesting. That's such a back end statement, like Ben. <laughs> <laughs> what? What he said. You're not paying attention. I, I I am paying attention, bro. <laughs> but that's, that's a lot. That's a lot to unpack there. I feel like that's a show in and of itself, bro. So we may have to come we back could, to that. We could, we could put that. We could put that in the back pocket. We, we got to put that in the back pocket. Yeah, and come back to it because that's that's a whole conversation. One married guy and two bachelors. That's the new podcast. There it is. There it is. Um, Ben, what's going on in your world, bro? What's going on in my world? Um, living, you know, stacking this paper. Then spend it on my brother's ridiculous wedding this Saturday. Shout out to my older brother getting married oh, Saturday. Very nice. Uh, pick up my suit either tomorrow or Wednesday after you, final alterations. You taking what a you date? To... You taking a date to this wedding? Yeah, I gotta find somebody on Tinder by Saturday. Wait a minute, so, bro. I thought you had a. I thought you had a, a girl you was talking to. She liked my family at, at, hey. a wedding. at a wedding. Come on now, that's a disaster. Uh. Nah, so no. <laughs> Got my brother's uh, wedding coming up. Uh, there is a girl I'm interested in. Nothing there uh, yet. Uh, figuring all that out. Okay, okay. What else? What else is popping? Uh, I think I got this roommate situation handled and figured out. Um, what else? Uh, 
I saw Tyrese's new movie earlier today. Oh, yeah. How was that? Oh, it was awful. So it was so much fun. He can't act. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait, did you say it was awful and so much fun? Yeah, you don't like any bad movies like if Fast and the Furious, if any of them more except Tokyo Drift, I stopped to watch. Tokyo Drift was so terrible. Much, there's so much fun. Like I, the Rock grabs a torpedo and throws it at a car in one movie. It's amazing. <laughs> they're awful movies, and yet they're so much fun to watch. So I that saw is that. An interesting take. I mean, like, yo, we it's all like so, a movie that... It's like one of those... It's like a movie is so bad that you can't not watch it. Like, we all we all like a movie that's pretty bad. Our friend like Humble Soul said Plane. that's plenty of them. No, bro, I, I don't like Soul Plane. I, but, but here's no, the... But Humble Tip loves, like, those new Ninja Turtle movies. And those oh, are God. awful. So, like, we all have a movie that we gen- that actually enjoy that aren't good movies. It's funny that you said it, bro. I just watched a movie on Netflix last night called um, Dolomite Is My Name. And yeah, you said that in a group chat. Yeah, and so that was the whole, that was a part of the, the premise of that movie. It was a bad film, but mad people still showed up to watch it. And it's based on a true story, which was amazing to me. That, um, like, if, if you haven't seen it yet, let me, let me, it's a lot of language, bro. A lot of language, bro. I mean, it's Eddie Murphy, you know what I mean? It's a lot of language. But it's amazingly inspiring. Like, the the overall message of the movie was outstanding. And I, I guess I would put that in that category. It was, a, it was not a good film on purpose because the film itself, Dolomite, is not a good film. So the film about Dolomite can't be good, right? But nonetheless, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I so, get it. Yeah, like most Will Smith movies. So as I keep moving on, <laughs> let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. I thought your uh, light skin brothers were sticking together, bro. What, what's going on uh, with that? Uh, shut up, Pete. Uh, Will so, Smith yeah, is not light skin. Yeah, so no, uh, life <laughs> He's is peanut good. butter. I got things going on, <laughs> things popping, things happening. Uh, and oh, the movie Black and Blue, the start of it, the first thing you hear is uh, Lecrae's uh, Welcome to America. Nice. That's like the first 40 seconds of the movie. Very nice. So that popped into my head since I knew what we were talking about tonight. Nice. Nice. Well, bro, man, I've, I've got a lot going on. Um, I've got a bone. I've got a, I've got a, um, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to bury Sprint. And here's why I'm going to bury Sprint, okay? I just got this new iPhone, the iPhone um, the iPhone Pro Max. I just got it <clears throat> this past week. Now, here's the thing. I've been with Sprint for 17 years, bro. Okay? So, when you're with a phone company, they want to keep your business, so they give you all these perks. So, I got tons of discounts, okay? I went into Sprint this past summer before the new iPhones came out, and I said, let me at least go in there and check to see when I can get a new upgrade and whatnot. So I went there to go talk to them in the store about an upgrade. I just went to ask a question. That's all I wanted to do. Bro, I go, now this wasn't this past week, this was before, and, and it'll all make sense here in a second. This summer, I went into Sprint to ask them a question about my upgrade. The lady says, okay, let me go into the back and see what we can find out, and she comes back out. Bro, she comes back out with a Bluetooth speaker, an iPad, the new iPhone, and she's like, you can walk out the store with all this today. 
And I'm like, bro, I just want a phone. That's all I like. I know the gimmicks, bro. I know the gimmicks. I just want a phone. That's it. Don't give me no. Don't give me no iPad. I don't care about no speaker. Give me a phone. That's it. Uh, matter of fact, I'm not even coming here for the phone. I just want to ask a question. So last week I said, okay, the new iPhones are out. Sprint sending me text messages saying, hey, bro, you can get the phone for X amount of dollars. Crazy discounts. I mean, it's absolutely insane. So I decided, I said, okay, let me purchase the phone online. Okay? I'll get it online, and I'll go pick it up in the store same day so I don't have to wait for shipping. Say so it's, a, it's a, simple, a simple transaction. I'll do the thing on, online so that way I don't go into the store and get all the gimmick stuff, bro. Bro, I ordered the phone online. I go into the Sprint store. The guy is switching everything over. His manager comes out and says, hey, listen, I want to let you know the deal that you got online, we're going to honor that deal, but we want to give you this too. He comes out with a freaking Sprint Drive gimmick where you, you hook the thing up into your car. You got Wi-Fi in your car and all that good stuff. He's like, if you get this with us today, we'll put in the promo where you don't have to pay nothing extra. Your phone bill stays the same. Jody, what are you doing? <laughs> Everything. What what are you doing, bro? Everything. Everything. I, I don't I don't like the sound of that, bro. I don't like the sound of him. <laughs> he said everything, and I just saw, I thought of that Amazon commercial of your father-in-law. Oh my god! Ah! <laughs> everything. <laughs> you, you can't bring up stuff that the listeners don't have a clue about, bro. I mean, they can Google it. Okay. Anyway, YouTube. anyways, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to bury Sprint here, bro. I'm trying to air out my grievances and my bone to pick with Sprint. These people scam me, bro. I got this gimmick Sprint drive sitting here on my desk. Of course, I'm going to use it because I'm paying for it now. But nonetheless, got the new iPhone and it was pretty cool. The iPhone Pro Max. Um, I don't know if you guys are iPhone people, but you should try it out. It's pretty cool. But nonetheless, that's that's not all that's going on with me, bro. The biggest thing that's going on with me right now is my wife is out of town. Um, let me be more clear. She's she's not just out of town. Right now, she's out of the country. And she's been away now since Thursday. <clears throat> okay, today is Monday at the time of this recording. And she will not be back until this coming Thursday, okay? Now... <clears throat> Everything has been copacetic up until today, okay? I've got the kids here. I'm waking up everybody. I'm taking everybody to school. I'm doing the whole nine yards. That's what I'm supposed to do, okay? So I'm telling Zion, you know, we're talking back and forth, and I'm saying, listen, you know, she gets back in on Thursday, <clears throat> but I won't even see her until late Thursday because I, I got a show um, Thursday night. And so I'll say, listen, I'll take the day off on Friday, you take the day off on Friday. Kids go to school all day. We don't have to get a babysitter. None of that. We got the whole day. We could do whatever. So I got this whole plan, bro. Like, okay, I can't get into details of my plan, but I got this whole plan, okay? I get to my son's school today, the, the four-year-old, the preschooler, bro. There's a big sign on his school door. Do you know what this sign says, guys? You ready for this? 
You guys ready for this? Are you guys still with me here? We're waiting for you to get to the point. I'm planning this big day on Friday, just me and my wife. The sign on my son's school door says, Teacher Work Day, Friday. Filthy. <laughs> so how about that, bro? Now now I've got to go figure out how I can find a babysitter service. Yes, that's a.k.a. you better... <laughs> If you want to do something, you better find a babysitter today. Day. Right. <laughs> so I got to go figure out this gimmick. Nonetheless. Speaking of movies, bro, did you guys see the Joker movie? Yeah. Bro, I have been to a theater in. Oh, man. So you haven't seen the movie yet, bro? Well, yeah, but I wouldn't be mad at you guys talking about it. I mean, there's, you know, there's not a lot of spoiler alerts. I mean, it's, it's about the Joker. Bro, you're yeah. talking about a phenomenal film. I mean, I you know I watch a lot of Oscar worthy. Absolutely, absolutely. If if it doesn't win the Oscar, now granted, I don't know if it'll be in in the 2020 running because it came out so late. I don't know, but I mean, you had a lot Oscar of great worthy. films that came out. Like I think Endgame and Infinity War were great films. But bro, this this film was absolutely brilliant. Ben, w- would you agree, Ben? I want to say it's absolutely brilliant. It was good. It was different. Brilliant? Why was it brilliant? Bro, it was brilliant because one, granted, when you talk about the Joker. No, no, why, why would, no, get to your point. Why was it brilliant? It was brilliant because, like, let, let me let me say my statement, because when you talk about the Joker, immediately the, the standard right now is Heath Ledger, hands down, okay? I think that this Joker went in such a, in a different direction. It was like, holy crap, like, you you wanted to like the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, granted, he's he's a villain, but at the same time, you want to like him. You know what I'm saying? Like it was it I, was like I hear what you're saying, but like it was gritty night with, in the dark night with Heath Ledger's Joker. It was gritty, it was dark. And I think though, this one was I'm grittier. Saying, I'm not saying yo, that was gritty. It that I, was No 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 I'm saying that's I'm, why that's why movies became dark and gritty. Heath Ledger's Joker in twenty minutes, because he's only in the dark night twenty minutes. You might not be rooting for him. But you didn't want Batman to catch him because you wanted to see what he did next. Bro, the twists and turns that they took us in this Joker movie were absolutely phenomenal. What twists and turns? Come on, bro. The adoption twi- gimmick? Come on, what bro. You- Yo, they hinted at that throughout the whole movie. No, but I'm saying it- I, I had no clue that there was a connection there between... Yo, between Wayne and 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 the Joker. No, so I so this is what you don't understand, and this is what separates me from many other okay, people. Okay, go ahead. Not say I'm a Batman guru or anything like that, but the thing is, the, the, the theory that there's three different j- types of Joker, three different Jokers. That's why he always gets out of Arkham Asylum. That's why he's always different and completely psychopath. He got, and that's why in like the comics, he's just always different. Sometimes he's a master criminal. Sometimes he's just a a petty thief and clown. 
and other times he's just someone of chaos. Like, it, like yeah, it made Bruce Wayne's dad, uh, Thomas Wayne, a little darker, not as stand-up or righteous as he's always presented in films. And I can see that on the other end if you're poor in Gotham during these times because throughout every movie incarnation that Gotham, when he dies, Gotham is at a real low point. But like, yo, what, twists and turns? Like, the movie has you on your ass because you're just waiting for him to snap throughout the whole thing. And then it kind of finally happens. But and I thought and the way I thought the way he snapped was absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, bro. That's just my opinion. That's my take. And I'm I'm sticking with it. Um, you can stick with it. I'm sticking with it. Do you know what else I'm sticking with, bro? I'm sticking with my plan to lose weight, bro. I did my weight check today, bro. I'm down 15 pounds. 15 pounds, bro. Word up. 15 pounds, bro. And count. So when you come into the gym with me. So here's the thing. I'll I'll go ah. to the gym with you. <laughs> If we're, yeah, come to the gym with me. I, I will. I started. I started a new workout regimen today. I and so B, how often are you squatting? So here's the thing. I, how often are you squatting? I'm about to tell you, bro. Yeah, Jeez, I can't. I'm, I'm. I'm trying to get to the answer, and you keep interrupting me, bro. You keep interrupting me. Listen, I start squats tomorrow. You start tomorrow. On the new workout plan that I'm on, I start squats tomorrow. So here's what right, here's, so here's are you doing dumbbell squats? Are you doing barbell squats? So here's squats, overhand squats. Here's been my regiment, bro. <clears throat> I started on this journey mid August, okay? And I only did cardio. Okay? From mid August up until about two weeks ago when I started adding weights. Okay? So I did two weeks of weights. Um, and then today I started a weight training program that's specifically to my body type, um, and it helped me lose more weight. So I started that today. And so tomorrow is squat day. Okay. So you haven't done squats yet. I haven't done any squats yet. Yeah, that was, I haven't done squats yet is a lot shorter. And a lot more efficient answer. Well, I was trying to. Ex- I don't want to just say I haven't done squats yet. I want to give my explanation on why I haven't done squats yet. I don't. I, real talk. I don't know. If they my gym will even let you. They wouldn't let you work out with me because you don't do basic fundamental things like that. Squats, deadlifts. They don't want the liability of you getting injured. Well, then I probably wouldn't go work out with you then. Yeah, and that's the basis. That's why I was asking you. Well, I don't know what kind of workouts you do, bro. Like, oh come gosh. on, bro. You you just said you want to go to the gym with me. That is so broad. Okay? I don't, what are you Yo, doing in the gym? Jody, Jody, he talked about, hey, I'm losing weight. I'm working out. Yo, do you want to go to the gym with me? Bro, why don't yeah. you, why don't you right, come to the you, gym with me? And, like. Because you sound like, it sounds like you're, it sounds like the program that you're in is a little more advanced than what I'm trying to be in right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> why, why can't you just rejoice with me that I lost 15 pounds? Why do you have things I'm, so difficult, bro? I'm not making anything difficult. Like why, you, 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 took, you took my amazing story and just twisted the whole thing up. Yo, jo- Jody, 
I apologize for tearing this down. P, I apologize for tearing this down. P, dog, congratulations on losing 15 pounds. I'm happy for you. I'm proud for you. I Keep don't. I don't. I work. don't believe that you had before me until you clap. You got to clap. Which one of my bills you pay? <laughs> yeah. Got him. <sighs> Not the one in DC. I'll tell you that. Mm. Not paying that anymore if you was listening to the beginning of the podcast. But anyways, were. anyways. Same way I won't be listening to your stories. See? No one listened to this podcast. Edit that out. I'm not editing anything out. Because you just this you just disrespected my whole audience. I want everybody to know how disrespectful you are, bro. You you know, I think you owe my, my listeners an apology right now just for saying that. You can think all you want. Don't mean it's going to happen. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this is where we are, folks. This is... I I think... This is what I have to deal with. Should be able to, I think all three of us should be able to walk through a city with a hood on at night and not have to worry about anything. Okay. That's not the reality of it, is it? Wow. <laughs> I mean, hey, when the man's right, he's right. Hey, hey I, I can't disagree with that. I, can't, I got no rebuttal for that. I got no rebuttal. For, anyways... We're going to move on with the show here. Um, but before we move on, I did want to say a few, uh, a word right now, because we just got word um, this past week that um, legendary Christian music artist Toby Mack, his son, passed away. Um, Truett, also known as True Dog, uh, passed away. The, you know, they haven't had any um, reports on what was the cause of death, but he passed away in his home. Last week, while Toby was on tour in Canada, um, True Dog or Truett, I don't think he went back by True Dog, um, 21 years old, bro, musician. Mm. Um, I never got a chance to meet him. We all, we've, if you've been listening to Toby Mac for years in a bonus record or a remix record, you heard True Dog <clears throat> on some of those records. Um, again, I never got a chance to meet him. Um, he wasn't. He was an entertainer himself. He was a musician himself, and I gotta say, bro, mad respect to him. You know, I, I hope one day we can listen to some of his newer stuff. But mad respect to him because he didn't take the easy road, bro, with the music. I mean, this guy could have easily been a mega star, easy, just because of his dad, but didn't take that route and wanted to work hard and do it on his own. So that that that's a lot of respect to that. Much prayers to my man Toby Mack and his family, his wife Amanda. Great people, man. Good people. Um, at least, I don't know if you guys have ever met Toby um, or his family, but great people, man. They always treated me with great respect. Always let me come by, you know, backstage, hang out with the crew. Me and Zion, bro, our first date was a Toby Mack concert um, back at Liberty University some 17 years ago now. I don't know. But, um, was it free? It wasn't free. Um, it was not free. It was actually uh-huh. very expensive. I think the floor tickets were like 50 bucks. Um, right. Yeah, this was back in the day. But nonetheless, many prayers go out to Toby Mac and his family um, during this time. Rough season, man. Rough, rough season. You know, it's crazy because a lot of friends of mine have been losing their sons this year. Um, yeah. Not only a lot, of, a lot of friends, but even my own sister. My older sister lost her son this year's son and it's been around that same age man between 21 and 23 you know my man ty bangs lost his son this year at 21 
Um, so, man, you know, when I heard this story, bro, you know, <clears throat> again, I'm at home with my kids, all four of them by myself. And I ain't going to lie to you, man. Some days it it gets frustrating <laughs> when you got kids running around. Man, I got Legos all over the place right now. But, I mean, when you hear stories like this, it makes you want to hold them a little tighter and just appreciate them, you know, a little bit more. Even though they get on your nerves, you know what I mean? That's part of life. That's part of what it is. Life is short. And so um, definitely want to encourage everybody out here that's listening, man. If you got a family member, listen, life is short, bro. If you got stuff that you need to get out to get out of the way, forgiveness, things that you need to get off your chest, listen, go get all that stuff settled, bro. Because it's, it's not worth an individual or even you leaving this earth with un, unsettled matters. Like, we're all human. We all mess up. Let's get it right while we can. You know what I'm saying? And, and move on with life um, as, as God intended it to be. So, again, much prayers goes out to my man, Toby Mack, and his, um, and his family during this time. Have you ever experienced DJ P-Dog live? Well, now you can book him for your next event. Yo, DJ, are you your DJ has only just begun. DJ P-Dog is now taking bookings for concerts, dance parties, college events, and more. Check this out. Give your event goer an experience of a lifetime by booking DJ P-Dog today. Are y'all ready to party? Make some noise! For more information, go to djpdog.com forward slash booking or email him at booking at djpdog.com. Follow DJ P-Dog, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram right now at DJ P-Dog. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. I'm here with my man, Ben Berry, JB's exclusive. Ben, have you got all the disrespect out of your system now, bro? No. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Anyways, we got some things that we want to talk about. One, just today, bro, um, I was scrolling on my Twitter feed, not Twitter, Instagram, and I saw a video from Kirk Franklin. Saying that he is boycotting um, the GMAs and the and TBN. Apparently, a few years ago, I, I know this was a big deal. A few years ago, Kirk won an award, and during his award speech at the Dove Awards, um, he talked about a lot of injustices that were going on in the African American community, and called for a time of solidarity between all gospel artists and, and Christian musicians to kind of stand against injustice against everybody. And apparently that speech was cut, um, was cut out of the TV um, viewing. And Kirk had a conversation with both TBN and the Doves. And um, I guess they said they weren't going to do it again. He won again this year, gave another speech along the same lines. And according to him, they did it again. So he said enough is enough. Um, he says, during my speech, this is courtesy of our friends over at CNN. Um, he says, during my speech, I brought attention to murder of um, Atiana Jefferson. Um, this is the lady who was in her home and was shot by a white police officer. And um, he asked that an audience and those viewing to join him in prayer uh, for not only her family, but including her eight-year-old nephew who witnessed the killing and the family of the police officer. And during the airing of the awards on the same network again, 
that part of his speech was edited out. He's calling for it. Well, he's not calling for a boycott. He's saying he's boycotting um, this. I've, I've seen a lot of comments. Some people agree with Kirk. Some people are saying that he's being a crybaby. What are you guys' thoughts on this? Jay Beats exclusive. Let me go to you first because you're very well connected in the gospel world, bro. What is what is some of the chatter that you're hearing and seeing? Um, well, this mostly a lot of just a lot of people sharing about it. Um, I haven't really seen anything as far as action is concerned. I think a few people might have chimed in on the actual Instagram post. Um, I mean, Lecrae being one of them. But, I mean, if I could be honest, that's not that huge of a statement for, for Lecrae uh, in regards to TBN, maybe to the Doves, but not TBN. Like, I don't – Lecrae probably ain't been on TBN <laughs> in I don't know how long. Um, but, um, I mean, it's it's a – so I'm, 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 I'm the type of person I'm, I'm – I do my best at times to be as objective as possible. I also try to stay away from pulling the race card and also just being as the internet will call the snowflake. You know what I'm saying? Where we're just offended by everything and, you know, um, trying to make, you know, small situations, big situations. Um, and the thing about it is, when, with something like this, um, you would think that on a Christian platform, when someone's calling for justice, that it would be aired, you know? Um, but at the same time, it's also mean, because, like, I, I, I usually try to err on the side that people aren't trying to, they, they're not having, like, intentional, nefarious. Uh, plans to tear down whatever and stop this person and stop that person. Like, I think it might have been just a um, an editor who was like, "All right, I gotta fit all of this into a certain gap because we got these commercials." And hey, I'm gonna put a commercial instead of having this. Let's let's make a few hundred thousand dollars instead of having Kirk. Wait a minute, but does TBN do commercials? Well, I'm talking about for the double words. Yeah, because it aired on TBN. Do they do commercials? Uh, I have no idea. I haven't watched TBN in years as well. Um, but I'm just thinking of of an editor of a TV show, you know. Um, so, I mean, because even, I mean, speaking of Toby Mac, I mean, one time he uh, he basically put up an All Lives Matter post on his social media, but we know somebody like a Toby Mac just has a social media team. He's not out here making, you know, Instagram graphic posts. He got people handling that for him. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so a lot of times in situations like this, it's a person who isn't necessarily an overall shot caller, just does their job, you know, and, and in their mind innocently does something and it turns out to be a thing. Now, of course, there could also be the other side where they're like, we don't want to be associated with this because we're going to lose a fan base and this and this and this and that. Now, I I find that hard to believe with something with TBN because as far as I'm concerned, I, I can't think of one white person I know that says I watch TBN. You know what I'm saying? I can't I, think of many most, people most, in general that say they watch TBN. 
Well, the most the majority of people I know that watch TBN are black. Interesting. You know, um, I mean, because I mean, for, you know, the Trinity Broadcasting Network is has been highly recognized as uh, more so charismatic, uh, Christian charismatic Christianity uh, television station, and so I mean, it's a lot of black, a lot of black faces beyond. On, on that station. And so for them to consciously remove something like that, knowing who their audience is, um, I, that's, that's not smart <laughs> at all. You know what I'm saying? I just plain on not smart. But like I said, I don't, I, there's, there's too much to speculate because there's, there's so many things I could think that could be legitimate reasons as to why this happened. But the fact that it happened twice is what is the is the smoking gun um, in this type of situation. It's like, all right, so this, you know, whether it be the Double Wars or TBN, they they have issue with this specific thing in particular, and so they, it's been taken out. Um, I want to say that Kurt um, in the video said he got to talk. He did get to talk with the Dove Awards committee. They're supposed to be trying to work on some stuff. Um, but TBM been silent. Here's what's crazy. Well, Ben, what are your thoughts on this, bro? Do you have any thoughts on this? I'm on Google right now to just to check to see if my boss carries TBM. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who's your hey, boss, man. bro? Uh, Comcast. They no. I just got to make sure it. I'm not messing up my pocket for nobody. Let's say, let's say they, let's say they carry him, and I say something out of line. He ain't gonna start paying my bills, is he? So I, I will say this, bro, because I I did see somebody post this on Facebook. That was like, you know, TBN doesn't get a lot of coverage in in, a, in as many homes as people think it does. And I'm looking at this story, bro, and I'm looking at I'm on Google as well, and I'm like, holy crap! I wonder if this story has gotten more attention than the Devil Wards itself. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless you're a fan of Christian I music, like, you wouldn't even know what the Devil Wards is. I feel like the Doves... The I feel like the event itself is bigger than the broadcast. Like, yeah. I feel like there's more buzz around the event itself than the, than the broadcast. And that, I think that's, that's largely because of social media, because people get to experience experience it through a lot of people's lenses already. All these out, media outlets are able to crank out content like real fast in comparison to ten years ago, ten plus years ago, where like I remember I remember the Stella like Stella Awards was like wow to me back in the day as a kid. Yeah, absolutely. And it was like, oh wow, the Stella Awards. I mean, they had, I mean, they had stuff like Whitney Houston. But I think a part of that too is because stuff. a lot of the artists that we that we saw on those shows are artists that we actually followed. Yeah, you know, like I remember watching the Stella Awards and seeing the Gospel Gangsters come out. Like that yeah. was a big deal for me. You know what I mean? Or even watching Kirk Franklin perform. You know, like those were big deals. But I'm looking at, I'm looking on Google, bro, and I'm wondering. It, did Kirk Franklin's story get more buzz? Because I'm looking at, like, Entertainment Weekly, Vibe, uh, The Christian Post, Billboard, 
um, Poster, Chicago Tribune, Washington Post, CNN. Oh, they're they're gonna, bruh. So, so this is my thing, and this is another thing I I keep in mind when it comes to all this stuff. Whether whether people can whether people realize it or not or even can remember, these news outlets are in the business of reach, and they're in the business of exposure, they're in the business of views and clicks and, and all that stuff. And so I'm not swayed when all these media outlets pick this stuff up because they're, they're going to pick it up because they know on the internet that's going to get traction. Like a, so, a, a social justice piece? Come on. That's a, that's a that's an underhanded that's an underhanded softball pitch home run. Yeah. As far as getting views and, and, and engagement. And then for somebody who's I mean, you don't get much bigger than Kirk Franklin when it comes to gospel. I mean, listen, I, CNN's headline, bro, a black gospel singer's speech was edited to cut remarks on police brutality. Come on, bro. <laughs> that's that's yeah. Uh, well, it also says how uh at CNN don't really care much about Kirk Franklin. <laughs> right. Because that had been Jay-Z, it would have been Jay-Z does this. Right. They said black gospel artists. But anyway, well, that, that's, that's I, what captures the like, story because everybody don't know Kirk Franklin. I feel like if it was Kirk Franklin 15 years ago or 20 years ago, I feel like it would have been a bigger deal. I don't know, so? man. I don't know. Kirk is... I, I feel that way. Kirk is still... I, he's still up there, bruh. Kirk, I, like I don't know what he. I, I'm pretty sure, sir, sir, I'm pretty certain Kirk has might have might have had, had some work done, but he's like revitalized his whole brand. Like, there's no gospel I, I, artist bigger than Kirk Franklin right now. Yeah, my dude pushing Period. fifty. If if he not fifty already, forty nine. He out here, huh? Forty nine. Yeah, and he. Um, no, I like I I hear what you guys are saying. I just feel like his brand was bigger. 15, 20 years ago. So I feel like it would have been more of an impact. You know what I mean? I, I so can, we're talking about what, like <laughs> rebirth of Kirk Franklin? Yeah. I can I can see some logic in that. The only difference mm. is, the, the difference is today, you got social media. Like, yeah, he put out this video huge, himself. You know what I'm saying? Factor. He right, put out this video. He's got go 1.5 million um followers on instagram alone you know what i'm saying like him putting that video out was major you know 1.5 million i mean that's we that's a lot 15 years ago he wouldn't have had access to those kind of people at will no but i'm saying i'm saying his his reach was bigger then in the sense that him saying something 15 20 years ago because where he was was bigger because of who he was, like at this point, like, I don't know, man. He's still so getting... so. So what I'm saying is, like, Terrell Owens saying something now doesn't carry former NFL player doesn't carry the same weight that it did 10, 15, 20 well, that, years ago. There's your big difference. That's the point you're, I'm making. You're you're comparing a former NFL player to a current gospel star. Like Kirk Franklin, one best gospel album at the Doves. I mean, he's still putting out new music. He's on tour right now. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, I hear you on that. Like I'm if he was saying, retired, I would, I would, uh, you know, I, I would see that a little bit. I would say if you ask most of America, because I would say the rebirth is when he was, people that even listened to gospel music knew who he was at that point in time. 
like people, I think it's people that are believers that don't know he had new music coming out. So my point is, his his, even though we have social media now, wait a minute, his brand. Was you do know that he's got music playing on R and B radio right now, right? No, I don't. Well, that's you. <laughs> like this, the the records are 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 hitting the charts, bro. Like we're not talking about a Michael W. Smith or Stephen Curtis Chapman here. We're talking see, about currently well, chart topping artists. So Pete, so Pete, I think this you keep looking at this through a believer's perspective. No, 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 no. I'm looking at this like, from a musical perspective, music industry perspective. He's still up there, bruh. If you ask, if you ask people that aren't believers, who Kirk Franklin is, or what's Kirk Franklin's like last album or biggest hit right now. It's on radio right now, bro. I, well, but I, but I even that, I don't think that I don't think that question matters at this point. I no, but I think Ben so, is trying to to prove a point that Kirk Franklin's voice may not be as big today as it would have been years ago, and I and I've got to disagree with that because right now he's got songs that are topping the charts, like right now. Like I'm looking at. I mean, but even so, I mean, I mean, his love the theory, his love theory record, the video's got 12 million views, and it's not even a year old. Like in the gospel world, that's that's huge. The gospel world, we're talking about the overall world. Uh, I got you. I got. I hear. You. I hear what you say. Yeah, but uh, even so, like, I think he's he been trans transcended the gospel world. He transcended the gospel world back when New Nation was out. Oh yeah, because I still hear had, I still hear Stump on the radio. You today. know what I'm saying? The fact that he got I just he heard got, it the other day. You know, uh he got American Bishop radio. on his you know, he's getting playing spins on R and B radio. Then you had the, the song uh with like R. Kelly, Crystal Lewis, Bono, um He was on the Breakfast you know, Club four months ago. He's been on the Breakfast Club several times. They don't let any old any old person on the Breakfast Club. See, he was on Sway in the morning four months ago. Uh, so, I mean, listen, he's not he's not as quiet as you think he is. Well, you see what I'm saying, Ben? I'm not, now, I'm not now, saying I'll, I'll say quiet. this, though. I, I To speak to Ben's point, I think if anything we could say, the weight of his voice to the non-believer might not be as, as much. Um, but as far as... I can't actual really answer. Voices. I don't know. I don't know. As as far as actual that. reach, uh, his reach is phenomenal right now. I mean, I don't think CNN would be picking up this story if he didn't have a voice. Well, the fact. Well, I mean, look at the headline though. They, True. They t- it's black gospel singer. That's that's their trigger word to get. Oh, a black gospel singer. Is well, Washington Post. About- Washington Post says Kirk Franklin. Chicago Tribune says Kirk Franklin. Billboard says Kirk Franklin. Billboard's music, Washington's local, Chicago's local. CNN's like international. That's true. I guess there's a, I guess there's a little mm. bit of truth to both to both to both persuasions here. Nonetheless, the biggest takeaway that I got out of this is that he said he said that um, the Stellar Awards has always been like the equivalent to the Grammys for the gospel world. 
and the yeah. Dove Awards has been equivalent to the to the <clears throat> Grammys Christian for world. the Christian world, and almost said like there's been the separation that Christian means white and gospel means black. No, he said that. Right, he said he said that. Yeah, I've been to both events, bro, and I and I gotta be honest with you, bro. I I can care less for both of them. Um, it's it's something about like let me let me let me be let me be clear, because I've been to the Stellar Awards a few more times than I've been to the GMA Dove Awards, and I do feel to a degree. I guess for me, and there's a little bit of biasness, I feel like the gospel world is more deeply rooted in authenticity and spiritual walk a little bit, I guess. And it feels like the the that Dove Awards world, a lot of our artists cr- try to get over there and feel like if I make it there, then I really made it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if what I'm saying is making any sense at all. No, I'm I'm I feel what you're saying. Um, but it's weird, and and it's almost like. Well, this is this is this is the kicker though, and I'm pretty sure you remember this. Uh, I want to say about five, six years ago, the Doves was going to be done. Right. That's right. That's I, right. I mean, I can't remember what was going on. They didn't have no money. Yeah, that's like, what was money going wasn't on. Coming. They didn't have any money. But the Stellars was, was was good. Somebody literally came and picked that mug up and scraped the crumbs together to keep it going. Literally. They had that joint was burnt. They had they no said that money. Drink was bro. Burnt toast. He yeah. said that joint was burnt toast. They scraped the, <laughs> yeah. they scraped the burnt parts off. <laughs> well the reason why, because they didn't change. And to be honest with you, bro, it to, in my opinion. One of the reasons that it's still around today is because they started allowing more artists that weren't looking like the cookie cutter CCM yeah. world in. Because I think that one year that it's it's the, <clears throat> I think it's the power of of black economy. It's like it's funny, even though black people are on the bottom of the economic totem pole, we draw. Um, yeah, when when something is for us or features us, we watch it. That goes for Olympics. That goes for sports. That goes for entertainment, um, and and of course now politics. Now that we have a lot more yeah. uh, black politicians making runs, um, I mean actually politicians. Uh, I was reading an article someplace where essentially they want to follow a model as far as running when it comes to values and issues and stuff of what the a black female would vote for something like that yeah um and and like that's the that's how you get people you know what i'm saying so i mean <clears throat> with the, with the dove awards i mean with all these award shows for christian music um it's i don't know like you 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 said it's more, you know, authenticity, lifestyle, yada yada yada. I, I feel like I feel like the Dove Awards was politics and or is politics and I feel like the Stellar Awards is tradition. Well I tell you what, Kirk Franklin won the award this year for Gospel Artist of the Year. 
Yeah. Now, if the Dove Awards are smart, next year for Gospel Artist of the Year, they'll nominate Kanye West. I mean, see what I did there, Ben? That was that was a transition for you. How was that? Whatever. <laughs> you can't even put it. He can't even put me over for the transition. You know you. You know that was a good transition, bro. I because that's, that's all in the all big when news it comes right this, now. All in all, when it comes to this situation with Kirk and and GMA and TBN, because like he has no reason to make that message on the Stella Awards because black people are watching that. Absolutely, and um, if he would make so, that message, they would air it. Of course, that's a given. Plus, he's Kirk. He's Kirk. Kirk, Kirk has pull at the, at the Stellars. Like, there's, you know, because Kirk, Kirk don't need the Stellars. But the Stellars Kirk, need Kirk, Kirk don't need the Doves either. Fact. Clearly. Clearly. And and I and I, I would almost say, bro, don't be surprised if this brother wins a Grammy and they let him give a full speech. Huh. And that would be a smack in the face. I'll say this. I think with all the stuff that's going on within the body regarding regarding just social issues, I think it is I think it's a necessary um shaking up, if you will, in the body that that's making people having to deal with things they've never really thought about and making them make a decision on what their ideologies are going to be whether it be it from a theological standpoint or a biblical standpoint or just a personal standpoint but they're going to have to make a judgment and um on it and i think it's it's good because like uh the i feel like the there's a there's a there there, there is a merging happening happening between the quote-unquote black and white church um, and as I feel like it's, it's 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 slowly but surely happening, and the CCM world. I mean, that's basically what it is when it comes to the GMAs. That's the CCM world, the contemporary Christian music world. Um, they're gonna have no choice because, like, don't don't let some black artists start really trying to do CCM music. Um, they won't let them. It'll automatically be categorized as gospel. Well, of course. Unless, uh, well, God dang it, man! There was another story. Well, the only the only the only black people that used to get be <laughs> part of the GMAs on a consistent basis back in the days, man: Disa, Nicole C. Mullen, and Donovan Kirkin. Um, and then, depending if they're doing like a, a Gaither's Homecoming rendition or something like that, you'll have Larnell Harris. <laughs> I don't even know who that is, or, bro. Or 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 Ron Canoli. Ron Canoli, I do know. Lionel <laughs> <laughs> um, Harris is he's he's like a lesser known Ron Canoli. Gotcha. Big news, bro. Kanye West finally dropped the album. Jesus is King. That he did. That's the big news. Ben, did you get a chance to listen to the album, bro? I was the one that told you it was out. Well, I know, but did you get a chance to listen to it? listen to it twice what are your thoughts bro because here's the thing again i got the kids here i don't i'm i'm stretched thin here so i didn't get a chance to listen to you i got it queued up 
um, on my new iPhone Pro Max. But um, gosh, this dude's the worst. <laughs> what are your He's thoughts? The epitome of an ice knob, right? <laughs> what are your thoughts, bro, on Jesus is King? I thought it might have been the best produced gospel album ever, but that's also not saying much. Lyrically, like, I think it proves a point I've always made that Kanye's never been a lyricist, never been a great MC by any means. It's just the whole full package you get from Kanye. But I do appreciate you if you follow Kanye's career and what he's let people in about his life. You do see the progression, and he's just very his vocal about his struggles and things like that, and what he's looking for. It's a solid album. It's not, it's not game changing like people always say. Swear they got an album that's going to change the game. It's not genre shattering or anything like that. It's a good project. That's it. Dep- also depends on what you're expecting or wanting out of Kanye. JB, did you get to hear it? Yes, I've listened to it a few times. Okay, um, let's hear it. What do you got? I I, I kind of, I do think, well, so it's kind of hard to say something's like a genre change in anything or a game changer or anything like that. Um, I can't say it's a game changer, but it's definitely a, It's like a definite kick in the shin of the industry um, overall. But I think it's, well, obviously in the, in the Christian rap world, this is all everybody can talk about. You got a lot of people who are jealous. You got a lot of people who are like, yay. You got a lot of people who are, um, you know, they like the project. Other people just don't like the project. You know, and I'm, you know, it's, you know that's, 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 that's the breaks when it comes to putting anything out. Uh, what I think is, well, I've oh I I like it because it's like I really, well, based on the content, I can really you can really hear and get a a a, a mental picture, get a mental picture of his uh, new spiritual journey. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think based on what I've heard, that what he's trying to do is genuine. Uh, contrary to the belief of many people on the internet, um, but I I liked it because I felt like, and I, I liked the way it was recorded because it, it it wasn't like a real tight studio album. It felt more, and 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 knowing and and trying to be in the mind of Kanye West, I felt like it's intentional because everything in that joint is recorded real open. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not. Not heavily padded acoustic paneling booths. It's like you can hear room audio and and stuff like that. And and there's even um his um he got a, he's got a a track that even sounds like a bad a, a badly mixed mixtape track, but it, it for some reason it adds to the track because it sounds real rough. You know what I'm saying? Um. Cause it, like had this been a had 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 this album been a no name Christian rap artist giving it to me, I'd be like, oh man, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> like, what is this? You know what I'm saying? But with Kanye, it's like, 
it's, 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 it's got me in a pretzel brain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know if it's just throwing together or if he did it intentionally or what. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I can't, I can't make a real judgment about it because it's like, it's not like he don't have the resources. But the thing about it, knowing how he is and even how the the song, some of the songs, how they cut off and stuff like that, it's like, it's got to be intentional. Because if it's, uh, if it's not intentional, then it's like, all right, this dude kind of off his rocker. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and of course, some people might uh, agree with that, or even already have that assessment about Kanye. But the project overall, I, I really like the melodies that he's got on it. I like the arrangements that he's got on it. Um, it's not a, you know, it's not as Ben said, it's not like a game changer. Like, oh man, this is a historic album. Um, it's definitely historic for himself, obviously. But um, I mean, I enjoy listening to it. I mean, uh, uh, everybody, you know, everybody been talking about the closed on Sunday track. Uh, other people call it the Chick Fil A song. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> the uh, I like the feature. I mean, this dude got Fred on the album, yo. That record, I think, spoke to a lot of the conversations that have been happening mm. surrounding his conversion. Um, and I, I, I thought that record I did listen to twice I said yeah I'm glad that he's <clears throat> even though he knows this stuff I'm glad that he's saying I'm you know pushing pushing past that but there's something in particular I wanted to bring up about this whole thing I was on Facebook and I saw this cartoon and it was of um, a character who's sweating making a decision and there's two buttons. And one says, stay mainstream or go back to CHH. <laughs> and this character represents artists formerly known as CHH artists. And I think this was a car- cartoon um, that was made in response to Kanye West. And a lot of people saying, oh, Kanye West just put out a Christian hip-hop album. That cartoon was made by you, Mr. J Beats Exclusive. Indeed. Explain this cartoon, bro. Explain this cartoon. Well, I mean, when when you're when you're not an artist and you're not personally invested in trying to make music for people, uh, you get a chance to really look, put it on the outside looking in, and also call people on their BS. You know what I'm saying? Like, because people like when when this whole philosophy of oh don't call me a Christian rap artist yada yada yada. Um. Because, like, oh, don't box me in as art. But the thing about it is, like, regardless of what people call you, what you create is where the box is, if there's a box at all. You know what I'm saying? And so if you're making Christian content, people are going to call you that. Like, I, like, right now, I can go to my cousin who knows nothing about Christian rap, gospel rap, whatever you want to call it, and just, just the fact that a song is positive, she'll ask, Oh, is this gospel? Is this gospel rap? You know what I'm saying? So I felt like one is a fleeting argument for us to make, but um, I can't help but to think that because Kanye and what he's doing is being so widely accepted, people have these delusions of using these exceptions like a Lecrae, like a Kanye, to be the rule. And so I... I would be naive to think that there aren't people that there there aren't people contemplating 
trying to hop back on over to the CHH side because, you know, CHH is very possessive. If somebody makes something even remotely Christian, they want to try to claim. They, they, they claim Chance when he had an album full of cussing and he just had one song that had a line, now your favorite rapper is a Christian rapper. They claimed him. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, we tried to claim KRS-One back in the day when he did a spiritual-minded album, you know? Um, and, and and I think it just boils down to people want wanting CHH to have um, weight in the music industry, period. Because, I mean, the truth of the matter is people still turn their nose up at people who are Christian hip-hop artists. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't want to be in that uh, in that be known in that but it's like keep, as the saying goes across the internet keep that same energy you know what I'm saying if you don't want to be if you want to be mainstream be mainstream don't don't hop into CHH because it's convenient and people are paying attention to it and don't hop over to mainstream so you can get whatever like if you want to be missional with your music be missional with your music you know what I'm saying if you want to make music for believers make music for believers you know what I'm saying but don't flip flop and you know all oh, people don't support me don't support like you left. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't support you left. How you how you still mad? People don't support you when you left. You ben, said I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Ben. What are your thoughts on this? So the whole thing, I feel like Kanye. This Kanye thing is maybe uh, not. I think it's the end of this whole Christian rapper verse. I'm just a rapper. That's a Christian argument that's been going on for, what, six years now? Seven years? Um, I remember in a show, Baraka song, he referenced, like, or should I continue to just rap for youth groups? And if I remember correctly, his frustration was, hey, I'm doing these shows for people. It don't matter what I stay on stage or what I do. Like, they want to just come support like my music isn't changing i like this isn't a demographic like yeah they need they think but this isn't what i want to do um if those that walked away from christian title if they continue to do their thing in the mainstream world cool whatever if christians want to support people that used to consider themselves a christian rapper and don't anymore cool whatever what did jb say as long as they ain't jumping back and forth i whatever like if you want to be a Christian rapper, all you want to do is uh, shows at churches, Christian festivals, the block party, cool. If you want to open up for this person or that person, go on tour with Gambino or Two Chains or whoever, and like, great. Like I think, like we all got to stop looking at things like everyone has to be the same. Like we're a body and we all have different parts to play. Some people are the foot. Some people are just a pinky toe. Some are elbow. And you might think it's insignificant, but try to walk around without your left foot. Your life is going to change. Let everyone do stay, do their thing, be in their lane. And I'm sure if they have a good group of brothers like I got for you guys or good community, people that are going to keep them honest, uh, make sure they don't stray away from the word, great. I got no gripe about it. I had no problem with certain artists. Over what I do find is why is people like saying, Oh, Kanye's just doing this for money or it's just for show or whatever. Yeah. Like, yo, 
it's amazing that like uh like Cardi B was defending him. Cardi B, like he was like, Oh, Kanye fell off and she said, Kanye finds God and y'all say he fell off. I roll emoji. So, you know, if whatever his spiritual journey is, wherever God has him, it's where the Lord wants him. I pray he has great influence, great community, accountability partners. Um, if and it's just journey continues to grow for the people that don't want to be a Christian rapper. I can I pray they can continue to make an impact the way they need to make it. It's a title. It don't matter that much. It really you know, I I got a title here at work. It don't mean jack. Work still got to be done. Word. I you know <clears throat> I don't want to keep beating this dead horse, bro, but I I'm I'm like this, bro. I'm I'm I can't speak on the album fully because I haven't heard it yet. Um but I am enjoying seeing Jesus being made known. And a lot of people miss that. Yep. It's like, listen, guys. If the dude is, if he is a wolf, okay, straight up, if he is, and I'm not saying that he is, okay, if the gospel is coming out of his mouth, then God can use that. Sure can. Because there's a lot of wolves that are out there, whether we want to admit it or not that have preached the gospel and people's lives have been changed. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I just, I'm just interested to see how this continues. Um, also, I reached out to a friend of ours, Jody, Jay Beats, my man, um, Vernon, who's, okay. who's on the album. Um, and he's going to be doing some live events with Kanye. Um, and, and we're trying to arrange now to have him come on the show. To, to get nope. his perspective. Um, and I think that's, <clears throat> and, and you know, Ben, just in case you don't know, Vernon is a guy, he used to go to Liberty. He was in the gospel choir with Jody, him and I. Um, Vernon and I were friends. Um, he's been out in L.A. for forever now. He toured with Bieber. He's on Beyonce's homecoming record. Um, the guy's doing some crazy stuff out there in L.A., and now he's doing this stuff with Kanye. And I think that having him come on the show, um, kind of getting his perspective. Because we're outsiders, you know what I'm saying? He's an insider. And I would love to see what things look like, or what his take is on all this from being an insider, being in that circle with Kanye, and then kind of seeing what's happening outside that circle. Um, I'm very curious I will to, say this. To see, I will say this. To hear his perspective. If I hear one more person say something along the lines of, how can I listen to gospel music made by a sinner like Kanye? I'm going to throat punch that person. I'm going to throat punch him. Well, yes. this is the thing, I'm getting bro. violent. No, no, no. I ain't finished yet. I ain't finished yet. <laughs> no, no. Because, like, I'm easy, even killed. Like, I know I always got y'all back, and y'all know y'all better hit me up if y'all ever need some work done. I got the gloves ready. But no, that irritates me. You want to know why? Because those same people got no problem singing Amazing Grace. That's why. Mm. Y'all know who made Amazing Grace? Tell us about it, Ben. Tell us about it. A slave trader. That's who. A slave trader. So, yeah, you'll sing that. But Kanye West, oh, his set is worse than the guy selling and trading slaves. Well, the reality of it is, this is, and I think I said this in. in Frauds. 
in that, a yeah, previous episode. Those believers frauds. I called them frauds. <clears throat> we, I think this has shown more about the church world's yeah. flaws than Kanye's flaws. Because if anything, if if anybody says I've met Jesus and I'm changing my life, we should be praying for him and rejoicing and, yep. and praying for his walk. I've seen he ain't really saved. What about what he did three years ago? This, that, and the third. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing. I've seen all those arguments. I think people have a skewed view, again, of the gospel in and of itself. But, like, yo, yo, like, yeah, I completely agree. But even the, I've seen pe- people previously confess Christ and fall off. That's, yo, that's pretty harsh. Because uh, what is exactly falling off? Like, you know, I'm so glad none of these people speak for me or speak to our Heavenly Father about our faith and our relationship, our salvation. Well, if I was ever to say anything to Kanye, I would say, first of all, brother, none of these people that's talking has got a heaven or hell to put you in. Let's make that perfectly clear off off the top. Number two, I think what sucks, bro, is people are waiting for him to fall. Mm. It's like they're 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 standing back in the bushes. Waiting. They're waiting for the the ha ha. I told you. And 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 it's and what sucks is the ha ha. I told you should be them looking at themselves in the mirror saying ha ha. I told you. Pick out pick, pick out the uh, the speck in your own uh, the the log in your own eye when you're sitting there talking you know about the speck in somebody else's. And and I think that's the tragedy in in all this. Instead of saying, you know what, if this brother, I, I get, I, I gotta go listen to the album. You guys listen to it. Did he say any lies? The nope. album is called Jesus King. Where's the lies in that, bro? Bruh, the fact the Bible like, I mean, makes clear so many, every knee bruh. will bow and every tongue will confess. Bruh, he got a line in everything we need. When he's 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 talking uh, about Adam and Eve, and he was like, yo. How come you know why you know why did Eve just turn it into like the the apple and now obviously we know the the fruit is not necessarily apple but he's just using the the the, the imagery that we normally use he's like what like, yo why you just turn that into apple juice and just put that put that fruit back in the tree you know because we already got everything we need in this garden like like bruh like I mean. I'm gonna I'm take some words from my man Humble. He was like, "Look, either Kanye West is really on a spiritual journey, or he seriously needs mental health help." To to go this far, for to be creative, if you will, is mental. You but know here's what I'm the thing. <clears throat> Let's say it. He did do it for a creative buzz, or creative high. Hey, bro. Jesus if, is if still he... glorified. Exactly. I'm. If we could take because uh, Ruslan was talking about it. Um, Ruslan. Yeah. Ruslan. Come on, Joe. I know, man. God. What what is going on here tonight? We're we're trying to wrap this thing up. Jay Beach, you with us, bro? Nope. I'm here. Okay. You said Ruslan what? So Ruslan was basically talking about the scripture in Philippians, where Paul's basically like, "Look, there's people out here." preaching the gospel with bad motives. They're trying to do it for money. They're trying to do it for fame, yada, yada, yada. But he's like, but the gospel's being preached. You know what I'm saying? Like, So it's like whether or not 
people feel like Kanye is being or is a wolf in sheep clothing. Is he if, if he is he stating things that are biblically accurate? Yes. Bro, you know what sucks, you know? man? The whole, you know, ha ha, I told you so. We don't even realize that those who are not of the faith are saying those exact words about us. Yep. Based on what's happening with Kanye. Look at him, judging. You know, why, that's, why I don't mess with why, that's why I don't mess with them Chris. This is like, if that's the Jesus that y'all promote, why would I want that? And I think it's a greater witness of Kanye to say, even if y'all saying that, I'm still going to move forward with what I believe is right. That's dope to well, me. I mean, he got a whole track about that. That's dope to me, bro. Like, that's like, that's gospel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But nonetheless. I'm I'm interested to see how this all plays out. We're gonna try to get my man Vernon here on the show because I would love to get his perspective. And I and the word is that they're gonna be going on tour, um, which is why he couldn't join us tonight because he's in rehearsals right now as we speak. Um, but we're gonna try to get him onto the show and see if we can get his take on on all this. I would love to hear from an insider. I think that's about as close as we're gonna get <laughs> to to Kanye himself. Even though Vernon can't speak on behalf of Kanye, um, he is in the camp. And I would love to, to hear his perspective and how he even got connected with all this. I'm, just as a musician, I would love to hear, you know, what's going on with him. Nonetheless, Jay Beats, what's going on with you, bro? Let everybody know how they can keep up with you. Uh, you can hit me up on Instagram at JBTZXCLSV. Same thing on Twitter. Uh, you can and same thing on Facebook. J B T Z X C L S V. Ben Barry, how's the podcast going up. on over there, bro? Man, uh, podcast I produced hit a hundred thousand downloads earlier today. So, Very nice. You know what I mean, hundred thousand for the month. That is Very nice. America. So I'm killing the game. Very Vito, nice. step your game up. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, letter I, letter M, Ben Barry. I am Ben Barry. That's Instagram. That's Twitter. Download my podcast. Whether you're a Philly fan or not, that's Sixers, Eagles, uh, Phillies. Uh, we're going to have a Flyers one, hopefully, by the end of the week. Get your sports fix. Hit me up. I might be able to get you tickets to a game. That was a complete lie. Peace out, people. Word. <laughs> and, of course, you guys can catch me at DJP Dog, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. DJPDog.com. Got some big shows coming up this weekend. If you're in the Raleigh area, bro, doing a big Halloween event uh, for my friends at Crew, NC State Crew, and then I'll be um, doing a very big event this weekend, City of Oaks uh, Marathon Weekend. It's happening this weekend in Raleigh, and I'll be there all weekend. Me and my man Finn, the DJ, we're going to be rocking out all weekend long. It's going to be a crazy weekend, bro. Nonetheless, um, I will see you guys on the next episode. Um, I may drop another episode on Thursday of this week. Not sure yet. We'll see how life goes with everything that I'm going through right now. I may just wait till next week to give you guys updates on um, things. And hopefully we can um, have some updates on some of these stories that we covered today. And, um, and go from there. For myself, Ben Barry, JB's exclusive. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the show. We will catch you guys later. One love. Peace. Follow DJ P-Dog. Facebook, Twitter, 
or Instagram right now at DJP Dog.